When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. I like it. That's Disturbed. That's their uh, latest. It's called Hey You, and it uh, shot to number one on the rock charts right away. That's their 15th time at number one with uh, with their... uh, Song on the rock charts. That's amazing. And Dave is, uh, I'm stretching right now. He's uh, going to be calling us in a second. 8.40 was the time. Uh, I have, He's on the clock. He's on the clock. He's got till 8.44. Because he already moved it from 8.30. He's got three and a half, three minutes and nine seconds till Draymond is dumped. We have to understand that, you know, well, there he is right there. See, he's a man of his word. 8.40 and 58 seconds. He's got up oh, and they hung up. Or our phone. That was broken. Toledo testament. Oh, that was your, ah, never mind. Uh, never mind. We're back on the clock. Could have blocked him. The new disturbed stuff. We were talking about it while this was playing. It's like uh, you know, we'll talk to him about it. But it's this unapologetically disturbed. You know what I mean? It's it like is. These guys. That there's something uh, to to like with Pladio coming up next week. There's something to making your way, uh, planting your feet in cement and saying this is what we do. And we write great disturbed songs. This is our sound. We don't write great rock songs. We don't. We write great disturbed songs, and uh, they're good at it. Like, hey, you's good. We played the other one this morning. The uh, earlier, after what was it called? Uh, Bad man. Bad man. Yeah. Another one. We were like, that's clearly disturbed. ACDC has that same skill. I think they're the originators of that. Which I mean, is like, just, we're giving you ACDC yeah. songs. They're not, and that's almost more impressive at a certain point to say we're giving you disturbed songs rather than what's popular in rock today or what's like what's the trend like uh you know corn fell into that a little bit when they jumped into the skrillex world and did a little of the dancing over here and, and corn has a sound you know pretty much but when corn went back and said this is what we do yeah. you're like that's it that's the stuff but some bands have to feel it to their credit disturbed has been uh and it's definitely tougher for a band that's like you know what we 
we're looking for a different sound because we just want to do it. Yeah. And like their second album is some is completely different from what the first one. Uh, uh, highly suspect. Yeah. Well, I absolutely love that first two. The first two, I'm like, holy smokes, these are good. And then the third one, and I even talked to Johnny about it when he was out here. I'm like, what? Yeah, I just got. I hated my guitar. I didn't want to play it. I played it so much, I got sick of it. I'm like, wow, he hates his guitar. Uh, one minute and fifteen seconds till Draymond's out. Toledo's working on it. He's working the phones. Producer. He's being a producer today. He's sort of the. Uh, Offensive coordinator of the show, almost the Matt Canada of the show. You know, everyone in Pittsburgh Whoa, wants him fired, but he's, he's reviewing. I'm the call. keeping him around. <laughs> I'm used to his ways. His play calling might not be fantastic, but I know what it is. Uh, yeah. So, and then of course the famous story before Dave uh, calls that we can talk about before he's here was the night backstage at uh, the Hellfest, the Highmark. It was Ufest. It was Ufest. Yeah. It was over at the Auction Pavilion, and I stood in that VIP section and watched. Two girls stumble out of his bus like they'd been hypnotized. We talked to him last time he was here, and he came out in his Dave Draymond outfit, <laughs> and, he was like, and he pointed to a woman, and he didn't say a word. He pointed to a woman, and he pointed to her friend, and as the two hypnotized girls left the bus, the other two girls walked towards the bus, and then they got on the bus, and then they came out in different clothes. One was in a bikini top. She didn't go in in a bikini top, and I watched that, and that 10 minutes later, Dave Draymond came out again. And pointed at another girl, <laughs> and then she started to walk towards the bus, and I'm like, like that's, "You, that is chunks." Well, that's right. And you, <laughs> I was like, that's five. I don't think he was picking up chunks. Yeah, he thing. pointed to one, and he's like, "You," and then he put his hand out like a stop sign and just waved it. Not you. <laughs> and then he pointed at another girl, and then he pointed to the treadmill next to the bus. <laughs> Later, next show. But it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. These women staggering out of the disturbed bus. Did you just see that? Oh, we were. Uh, I know. Did that just You're happen? Like, he just hosed those two, and two more came out. And one of the girls that went in there, I knew, never spoke of the night again. Like, so what happened in there? Oh, nothing. We and talked. I think her night got crazy because she ended up discussion. with a, she ended up with a DUI because she smashed her car into a gas pump. It, well, she was asleep, and it rolled forward into a gas pump. Oh, and that's where man. the cops found her sleeping with a car. The, you know, there's someone who is banging into my pump. And then so the cop showed up. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But that was no big deal. There we go. Dave Trim right on. Oh, two seconds. Two Whoa. seconds before I hooked it. The line rings. Dave quits interviews now. Is he there? It's our, it's our wonderful what? phones. See if he's there. Are you there, Mr. Hello. Draymond? Um, I've just got him on the other line. I'll patch him through oh, right now. Fantastic, thank you. Who's that's patching him? I'm getting patched. They'll be what you're hearing. That's a patch. That sound there. Hey, David, you there? You wouldn't answer me. Yep, I am here. You're on the line with KPD Phoenix, and we're already on live, Dave, because we didn't know we were patching. We thought you'd just come right in. So, come on in. Hello, hello, How hello. Are How are you, sir? Good. We're just sharing our disturbed stories, here. all of the uh, concerts we've been to and seen you uh, throughout the years over uh, Phoenix, and it dawned on us all that you're, uh, you've been around the entire century. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about that. <laughs> We're you, grown with you yeah, as well. It's even in your bio. I noticed it, that they it, said it that. It feels like it, too. <laughs> yeah, it says since the turn of the century, and I'm like, my God, that's true. It's like right there in your bio. You mentioned yeah. that you're part of the entire century, but you are. It's an amazing congratulations on that accomplishment because that ain't easy, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're, yeah. we're doing the best we can to stick around. Yeah, and also we were talking about how disturbed is unapologetically disturbed. 
Um, there's a there's a glory to the idea of candy. Yeah, and that's the thing that I like. Is so many rock bands try to be other stuff. You guys come out and you say, "Hey, we're Disturbed. Here's what Disturbed does, and we're really good at it." And we just played "Hey You," which I, I really like. And uh, we played "Badman" earlier this morning. Do you, uh, what about the new album? Do you feel like is uh, is like growth or new, or is it just God damn it? We wrote some great Disturbed songs. It was just a hell of a good time writing it and and recording it. We were having so much fun going back to the old school meat and potatoes disturbed. Um, and you're very early on in the process. We all decided we wanted to go back to the sickness, 10,000 fists arrow type of vibe. And we just had a hell of a lot, uh, a great time doing it. It, it, it. I think you can, you can hear it on the record. Yeah. So it, we, can't wait for people to finally be able to hear the whole thing. Yeah, the energy that you have. To, have you noticed that in any of your other albums? You're like, you know what? Our energy wasn't there. Uh, I can feel where there was more, you know, as opposed to where there was. We've had times in our lives, all of us, where we've been in a better place or a darker place. Like, right. I'll give you an example. Like, the Asylum record. Uh, I was in a dark place. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that kidding! Point in time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The the music was very therapeutic for all of us, but especially for me at that time, I needed it. I just gone through a bad breakup, yeah. and it, it was it was, you know. Uh, but this particular one, even though we were we we were just finally being able to get back together after not being able to for two and a half years of pandemic craziness, and yeah. uh, it was joyful yeah it really really was a a welcome reunion do you find uh do you find that you write better uh in distress or in happiness uh i don't think that either one really affects it positively or negatively per se i think that you definitely derive subject matter from dark or light so to speak right i think that you know the i think great emotion whether it is positive emotion or negative emotion can create can yield to creating a great art yeah and so, i think i think that's the I, thing i, I, I always, know that there's a specific i always look at that with with uh, songwriters and stuff it's like usually when their lives are in their most uh, tumult they have their moment of of glory when they write and you know when you hear a disturbed song and the first line is one more goddamn day you're not thinking this guy's going through it really like he's not thrilled with his oj this morning <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and so you can feel that and there's something i think that's relatable when rock music gets mad that's that's almost easier oh. to tolerate I think we need it, especially at times like these. I think that that primal scream therapy is so necessary. It it, it cleanses you and it invigorates you and it, it it frees you in a way that nothing else really can. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have respect for all genres of music. I listen to all types of well, music. I have a very except country, Dave. Say, right, especially with a ninth. You know, even, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, uh. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also 
also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, don't don't admit I, to that, I, I please. Like all kinds of no, come on, I really I like you. I really like you. Let's not go down this I, road. I don't want to fight. I, I love the songwriting. <laughs> I love the songwriting. I think some of the best songwriters in existence are country songwriters. You know, but that's yeah. It may not be stylistically the thing I always gravitate towards, but hell, I, I, I love me some Johnny Cash and William. Oh, Nelson that's that's rock yeah, and roll, yeah. my friend. Yeah. That's rock and roll. Let me play you something that'll change your mind about country. Just two seconds of it. Ready? Here you go. <laughs> Come on, that's for people with low IQs, Dave. We can't, we can't tolerate. Show me your fish. <laughs> you know what? Each their own, man. <laughs> it, 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 what he's doing, what he's doing, may not be your cup of tea, but it ain't easy. Well, it is something that you do when when you catch one. You always yeah. show somebody your fish. I disagree you know? with. But it. I think it's yeah. code for a woman. It's not code. That's the part I, yeah. I would respect it if it was code for a woman. It just simply isn't. The guy just likes fishing too much. <laughs> yeah, there's something about that now, and and I also respect anybody who puts it out there and uh, and uh, you know wears it outside and says it's for the public to determine whether I'm good at something or not. That's brave. Um, is there something you, it's like, over these last 22 years, courageous. it's wildly courageous. And to go on stage and be courageous right. is even more so to try to say, hey, you liked it recorded. Here, yeah. I'm going to try to sing it for you live. There's nothing There's nothing easy about oh, yeah. that. But uh, is there something over the last 22 years where you look back and say, uh, we we did that, it's a hit, and yet I, I hear the flaws. I mean, everybody with their own work sees their own problems. Oh, my God, every record. Really? Every record, every song. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when you because when every time nothing is perfect, the minute the minute that you do something perfect, you should stop. That's very <laughs> true. I think that yeah, I think the flaws, you know, the human element is important, and and in many ways can be lost in today's music. Uh, not everything should be absolutely pristine. Not everything, you know. There's something about the emotional effect that a voice falling just ever so slightly out of pitch, you know, at the right moment in the right section does that you can't, you can't plan for, you can't predict, you can't calculate. It's not scientific, you know, yeah. it, it, and, and there's, there's tremendous value to that, that, you know, you can't really put a finger on. Yeah, it's the human element. It's what I say in sports, which makes it special. And it gets ruined when you start bringing computers yeah, yeah. to make the calls. The human element has to be imperfect for us to relate. Or the struggle of not being jumped into the uh, Brian Wilson bubble where right. nothing is just Where just nothing's good enough. Yeah. So, Dave, do me a favor. <laughs> as, a, as a guy who's a huge, uh, as a fan of rock and a fan of music and the, and the creative process and all that, Tell us, give us a little insight as the, the fans of Disturbed, for the whole century, by the way, once again, uh, one of the things that Dave Draymond hears when he listens to, let's say, Down With The Sickness, when you're like, up, oh, there's that part again. What's the thing that gets you? Uh, it doesn't have to be that song. Something we know. The, no, in that song in particular, it's the relative hustle and flow rhythmically that exists in the bridge. It's not as tight as it could be because I was, you know, emotional when I was doing that rant, uh, the mommy, mommy part. Yeah, yeah. well, it's <laughs> so an emotional rant. It, it, yeah, and, and so it wasn't 100% in, and, you know, I, it bothers me, I'm sure, that. but what bothers me, I'm sure, is part of what makes it real and approachable yeah. and you know so uh, again uh, you could pick literally any song from our entire catalog really and something so that I particular guess. part oh, of yeah. the rant of down with the sickness which i hear as pure authentic 
fear, anger, misery, it bothers you because of the because of the musical it's, structure. It's just in terms of the delivery of it, yeah. Just yeah. because there's parts of it where I know that I wish I would have gotten the cadence more in locked in and tighter. You know, no kidding. It, and they're like, dude, that, we only have so much time yeah. in the studio. We got to go <laughs> right, with it. Right. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. And back then, it was actually you know being recorded to two inch tape. You know, so it was oh, back in those good days. lord. Now, when you first did the the I can't do it, but the wow. When you broke that out for the very first time for the other band members, did all were they all on board? Because that's a risk. And then you decide to throw that into the middle of a song. They had no idea what the hell I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it used to be um, just a, a stop, you know, a dramatic pause with silence, and there was nothing yeah. there. And then the band would kick in. Right. But there was something so primal yeah. about that beat, you know, the tribal nature of it, and it just you know, made you feel uh, animalistic. It does. It's a, it is a tribal animal sound. But then, so, but everybody in the band's like, oh, geez, that was pretty cool. And then later you come back with a, oh, oh. Are they like, Dave, you're getting carried away with it. Let's, let's write some more. Is that a loogie? Uh, yeah, yeah no, no, they, they never drew the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Then they, they were geniuses to let you go. I, I think they were just kind of sitting back wondering what the hell else I was going right. to pull out of my pocket with that kind of stuff. But no, it, it it took some getting used to for them, and then all of a sudden, it, it, it caught them the way that it caught me when I tried it. And yeah. Started catching everybody else. And before we knew it, you know, it, it, it caught it's a signature. radio, too. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that song wasn't even meant to be a single. No kidding. Thought there was no way in hell that radio was ever going to play that song. And then all of a sudden... Yeah, you know, they well, uh, 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 caught into everybody. Yeah, they started playing it on their own. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's in bumpers. It's like a little clip for all sorts of stuff. Has there ever been a noise you made where you're like, Fatang! and people are like, "No, we're not <laughs> no, doing that." Yeah, I mean, we should have that moment where the producers like, "Dave, don't do that last thing again." We love the waka No, that but, doesn't work for me. Try yeah. something a little bit over in left field. Over yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's not do that twice. Uh, do you have a? Did, yeah. did you ever get a nickname? We were talking about Nick names earlier did dave draymond ever have a nickname growing up growing up uh no not no, really no. you're just it always dave like, i mean if anything people would just call me dave yeah you know, but and you said that like dave, not dave, when you were a kid so do you have one now no <laughs> not, not at all you're just dave <laughs> not not really no, all right no. well there you go what is the uh <laughs> what would you say the hardest thing about traveling with dave draymond is on the road uh, staying on time oh, because I like being on time. Oh, you know? <laughs> you're a stickler. I'm I'm one I'm one of those rare guys that doesn't like to be late. Like in 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 the you know entertainment world, you know, normally people are regularly fashionably late. Yeah. I like being on the dot. Dave, you were supposed to call us at eight thirty. Yeah, I know. Case in point. Uh, right, right. I was just going to say, you know, but, I, uh, but, I don't want to stomp on but, you, but we waited 12 I, max for minutes. Have, no, no, I have my uh, my Akita, my 13-year-old old man over here. Oh. He take him into the vet. So, oh, no. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, trying, I'm, oh, trying to roll with the punches. Ah, you know, old old dog kind of stuff. He's yeah. nothing, nothing earth-shattering at least not currently you know it, it, it's always interesting at this age some well, things 
pop up from time to time. But um, yeah. we needed to check something out, make sure he was all right. All right. Well, th- I, that's the best excuse you can give a guy like me because I'm a dog crazy person. You could have you could have canceled. You could have canceled on us, and I'd have been fine with it as long no, as it was dog no, related. No. If it was one of your kids, it, I'd have been pissed no, off. We love we love talking to you guys. We appreciate the support, and we're super excited about this. Always, record. yeah. So, the album's out Friday, and and, uh, and I'm sure that the dog will understand. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I hope he's. I I hope more than you'll ever know that that dog's all right. Album's called Divisive. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your favorite song off of it that we haven't heard yet? Because we heard Badman and Hey You. What do you want us to hear? Oh, I would love for you guys to play the ballad, play the duet with me and Ann. Oh, okay. All right. It's not available to us yet, but once it pops up, we'll throw it in there for sure. Is it going to be a single, or is it something you you want us to discover? I I would be shocked if it doesn't become a single. Okay. (laughs) That's fantastic. Now, uh, one last thing before you go, uh, Dave Draymond of Disturbed. Uh, 22 years in our lives. How long has Disturbed been around? Since August of '96. Okay, so you guys, you guys humped it for a few years, and then we caught on. And then uh, in that time, let's say tomorrow, and I'm not rooting for this by any stretch. The doctor says you can't sing anymore. You're all done. What's Dave Draymond's uh, pinnacle at this point in your career? What's the one where you look back and go, "That's that's what we did right." I think we did a lot of things right. But does um, one stand like a song, I, I, a particular song, stand out to be like your stairway to heaven, or your kind of like that's who we are? If you had to identify it, uh, if I had to pick a song, it, it's impossible for me to do that. Couldn't I think, do it. Uh, the song, the songs are like children to me. I can't pick a favorite child. They're all your um, favorites. Yeah. Do you have a least they, favorite child? They really have their own special significance and meaning and. You know, they each remind me of a different type of life experience or situation or emotion. So they, they definitely each have their own respective importance. It's too I, I personal. Can't really put them in an order. You yeah. know. Yeah. All right. How about uh, a song you wished you you want to cover but haven't yet, and for what reason? Oh God. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, 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 we don't, we don't have a wish list of covers either. I know I'm, I'm like oh for two here with you. Yeah, that's all right. No, those are answers. They're not great, but they're answers. No, the because uh, like we do Genesis. Who would have thought you could pull that off? How did that call go? Yeah, to yeah. Phil. I mean, it, not me to be honest, because when it was first suggested to me, I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it wasn't it wasn't my uh, choice. Uh, it was Danny's suggestion. It was actually his musical take on it that um convinced me to do it uh so, so it, these these cover ideas they always come up very spur of the moment yeah I and mean, they're always just for fun and for the challenge of trying to take something that is for 90 percent of the time something very drastically different than what we normally do and like, make it our own right like um, sound of silence disturb like it. Yeah. right yeah right it's right. crazy well so uh, it it we enjoy that challenge, you know, but uh, we did. We we were so kind of caught up in the in the groove and the, the heaviness this particular time. We we just didn't get to it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to the covers. Well, there actually. you go. I'm looking forward to it. And if I could recommend anything, it would be uh, maybe uh, country music since you like it so much. Fire one of those off. <laughs> well, there you go. Got a great song. <laughs> Show me your fish. That's what I'm leaning for. Orange blossom. Show me your fish, my friend. <laughs> Uh, Dave Draymond, thanks for taking the time this morning. The album is out Friday. It's called Divisive, uh, and it's ready to go. You can get a couple of songs online right now. We get, we've been playing them. But uh, thank you so much for the time this morning, and best of luck to you, man.
Appreciate it, guys. All right. Hope your dog's well. okay, Bye. too. Thank you. Dave Draymond, everybody, uh, from Disturb. He's awesome. They're very cool. He's been on with us a few times and always very cool. And the album is unapologetically disturbed. It is just we, what it we've is. Got a, uh, we've got a duet to look forward yeah. to, I guess. With, uh, yeah, with Anne. That, that slipped uh, me. That's bad interview technique. I, know. I didn't know who. I, I you covered that. it up. No, he didn't catch yeah. it. I didn't want to be offensive. And who? I'm going to go ahead and say B. Davis. Would be phenomenal. Would be amazing to hear Alice. Oh, phenomenal. Find it. No, he's great. So the album's out Friday. Disturbed fans are everywhere. You didn't say Annie. It's Ann. Could be Ann Wilson. Wilson, that was my thought. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Well, that's the fun of the intrigue of it all. We have to find out Friday. Uh, anyway, uh, it's the uh, device of it's out on Friday. That's cool. And you know what you don't get anymore? Rock singers that do that promote their records. He doesn't have to do that at all. Which is those moments where you're like, tip your cap to Disturbed. They keep their hands in the pot. They're not, you know, running around acting like we owe them something. He's actually humping this album and he's promoting, which is great. So, And the two songs I've heard off of it are really great Disturbed songs. So good for them. Nice job. Dave Draymond, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.